Hey y'all. Hey, today our scripture lesson comes from the gospel of John, the 11th chapter, verses 1 through 7, 17 through 26 and 40. And it reads, a man named Lazarus was sick. He lived in Bethany with his sisters, Mary and Martha. This is the Mary who poured the expensive perfume on the Lord's feet and wiped them with her hair. Her brother Lazarus was sick, so the two sisters sent a message to Jesus telling him, Lord, the one you love is very sick. But when Jesus heard about it, he said, Lazarus' sickness will not end in death. No, it is for the glory of God. I, the Son of God, will receive glory from this. Although Jesus loved Martha, Mary, and Lazarus, he stayed where he was for the next two days and did not go to them. Finally, after two days, he said to his disciples, let's go back to Judea. When Jesus arrived at Bethany, he was told that Lazarus had already been in his grave for four days. Bethany was only a few miles down the road from Jerusalem and many of the people had come to pay their respects and console Martha and Mary in their loss. When Martha got word that Jesus was coming, she went to meet him, but Mary stayed at home. Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But even now, I know that God will give you whatever you ask. Jesus told her, your brother will rise again. Yes, Martha said, when everyone else rises on resurrection day. Jesus told her, I am the resurrection and the life. Those who believe in me, even though they die like everyone else, will live again. They are given eternal life for believing in me and will never perish. Do you believe this, Martha? Jesus responded, didn't I tell you that you would see God's glory if you believe? To summarize that, Jesus had told both Martha and Mary that the sickness of Lazarus would not lead to his death, but that God would get the glory. Jesus tells them that if they believe, they will see the glory of God. And this still applies today, that if we believe in Jesus, we will see the glory of God. In verse 25, Jesus says, I am the resurrection and the life. Not that he will be the resurrection, but that he is the resurrection and the life. Jesus is saying that he is everything that we need. Absolute, final, with no further explanation. Resurrection means to restore, revive, renew, and return to. Jesus promised us eternal life if we believe in him. Verse 26 says that we are given eternal life and will never perish. In other words, Jesus will give you, meaning it's free, everlasting, never-ending life if you believe and trust in him. Leaning not unto your own understanding, allowing him to direct your path. Jesus adds to it by saying, and you will at no time or in the future die or lose your life because Jesus is the resurrection and the life. We shall live 
and not die. Do you believe this? Jesus died for us because he loves us. He died so that all who repent and obey his commandments can have eternal life. Jesus paid the debt of our sins so that every person who repents can be forgiven and cleansed. And just like he was able to cleanse us from our sins, he's also able to cleanse and heal our land from the coronavirus, also known as COVID-19. There will be glory after this. Do you believe this? While reflecting this sto- on this story, I thought about a time when I was sick and the doctors told me that I needed surgery. And while I was praying, the Lord said that I would be made whole and that God would get the glory. He wanted myself and others to see what only he could do. The Lord wanted to show us who he is and to let us know that he's still in control. Our faith makes us see the glory of God. Just like the woman with the issue of blood, her faith made her whole and the son of God was glorified for what he had done. Jesus can resurrect us from the graves of sin, such as pride and jealousy and drunkenness and greed, lust, anger, and adultery, graves of selfishness, graves of sickness and disease, graves of hopelessness, graves of mourning, and graves of loneliness, graves of racism. Say amen, somebody. Jesus can and he will resurrect you from those things or areas in your life that are holding you captive. Those things that are hindering you from the life that God intended for all of his children. One of prosperity and of good health and stronger spirituality. This is a time for repentance and reflection. A season to grow in our faith as we think about all Jesus has done for us. In this season, I encourage y'all to repent and obey. In order to receive the eternal life that Jesus spoke about in verse 26, we must repent of our sins. Simply confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead and you will be saved. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. And you should love your neighbor as yourself. If we love God, we would keep his commandments. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. I also encourage y'all to fast and pray. Because how many of you know that there is power in prayer? And that some situations require fasting and praying. Fasting is not just abstaining from food or drink, but it's also sacrificing something that is valuable to you. We see an example of this in verse 2. When Mary poured some expensive perfume on the Lord's feet and wiped it with her hair. A sacrifice is not a sacrifice if it doesn't cost you anything. And this world has been so conditioned that we have to be plugged in at all times. Plugged into our iPhones, plugged into our iPads, plugged into our laptops, plugged into our televisions, etc. 
But we can't hear from God unless we allow him the opportunity to speak. God speaks to us through our devotional and personal time with him. I encourage y'all to trust and believe. In verse 40, Martha seemed to have forgotten what Jesus said. But Jesus reminded her again that she would see God's glory if she would believe. And I will say, y'all, it is hard sometimes to, to continue to trust and believe in certain situations. But that's what faith is. It's what is what we can't see, but it's what we believe. And I encourage you to, to trust God. I encourage you through everything that you face to trust God. Because in this season, I was reminded that, you know, if I trust and believe God, that I would, you know, that, that God would get the glory. Amen. We should take the time to reflect on, you know, what God has already done for us, because if he did it before, he will do it again. He is the same God. If he raised Lazarus from the dead, then surely he's able to heal and restore our bodies today. Do you believe this? Fear says that I can't, but faith says that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I decree and declare that Jesus will restore, revive, renew, and return our churches, communities, government, nation, and our world to a land of milk and honey. I pray that Jesus will restore your joy, your faith, your patience, your peace, your mind, your body, and your spirit, your relationships, your businesses, and your finances. He's doing it right now in the name of Jesus. Do you believe this? Are there any believers out there? How many know that Jesus can and he will fix it for you? Whatever it is, Jesus can. He's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we could ever ask or think. Do you believe this? I give God praise right now. Even now, I give him praise. To God be the glory. To God be the glory. To God be the glory for the things he has done, he's doing and going to do. Repeat this prayer after me. Dear Lord, I know that I am a sinner and I ask for your forgiveness. I believe that you died for my sins and rose from the dead. I turn from my sins and I invite you to come into my heart. I want to trust and follow you as my Lord and Savior. In Jesus name. Amen.